Hey, Jake here. Before we get started with this week's episode of the Shepherd Cast, I wanted to take a moment and tell you about all of the events coming up at our church for Advent and Christmas. This year is obviously very different for everyone because of the COVID-19 pandemic, and it's just been a stressful year in general between the pandemic, just everything going on in general. So really, this is a perfect time for us to take a moment, relax, and remember even though the year wasn't the best for everybody, there are still many good elements that we can be thankful for and give thanks to God for about 2020. So, this Advent, we would like to invite you to first and foremost join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m., or you can also listen here on the ShepherdCast to those services. Another way you can celebrate the season with us is by listening to past cantatas that our church choir has performed. Obviously this year, because of COVID and the fact that our Ohio Department of Health has said that singing can help spread COVID-19, we cannot sing in person. But that doesn't mean we can't listen to recordings of people singing in person last year or the year before. So we have actually put up our 2019 cantata, which this has never been on the Shepherd cast until this year because I was not able to put it up last year. That cantata is here on the Shepherd cast as well as on our YouTube channel and Facebook page. You can also, while you're looking at the 2019 cantata, you can also see our 2018 cantata. So I would like to invite you to check both of those out. All the details on that can be found at sotvchurch.com slash choir. Another thing that we still can do as of this recording in person is our Christmas Eve Eve service. This is something we started new last year in lieu of a Christmas Eve service because people are more easily able to attend the day before Christmas Eve. So on Wednesday, December the 23rd at 7 p.m., we would like to invite you to join us as we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Of course, if you don't feel safe coming to anything in person because of the pandemic, we completely understand, and that's why we will be bringing every sermon this Advent and Christmas to you right here on the Shepherd Cast. So with that being said, on behalf of Shepherd of the Valley Evangelical Lutheran Church, we would like to wish you a blessed and safe Christmas season and with that, here now is this episode of The Shepherd Cast. Hello, my name is Jacob Shondel. I am the Webmaster and Media and Technology Committee Chair for Shepherd of the Valley, and you are listening to The Shepherd Cast, the weekly podcast from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church in Sandyville, Ohio. Each week, we bring you our weekly sermon in audio form, as well as our weekly Bible readings. We thank you for joining us for worship, as even though you may not have been able to join us on Sunday morning, we are glad to have you with us through this podcast. Now, if you like what you hear, and you're able, and you live in the Northeast Ohio area, we invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 9.30 a.m. You can learn more about our worship experience at sotvchurch.com worship. 
case you're curious what the readings are for this Sunday, or you would like to follow along in your Bible, we will be taking a look at the readings listed in our show notes for today's episode. Also, when we read our readings, those come out of the NRSV translation of the Bible. So, without further ado, here's this week's readings read by our lay reader, followed by the Gospel and Sermon by the Rev. Scott J. Anderson. Please be seated, or continue to be seated, I should say, as we hear God's word. Good morning. Good morning. Our first lesson is taken from the second book of Samuel, chapter 7, verses 1 through 11 and 16. Now when the king was settled in his house, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, the king said to the prophet Nathan, See, now I am living in a house of cedar, but the ark of God stays in a tent. Nathan said to the king, Go, do all that you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. But that same night the word of the Lord came to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, Thus says the Lord, Are you the one to build me a house to live in? I have not lived in a house since the day I brought you up, the people of Israel, from Egypt to this day, but I have been been moving about in a tent and a tabernacle. Wherever I have moved about among all the people of Israel, did I ever speak a word with any tribal leaders of Israel, whom I commanded to the shepherds my people Israel, saying, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now therefore, thus, says, thus you shall say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture, from the following, the sheep to be prince over my people Israel. And I have been with you wherever you went, and have cut all, been with you wherever you went, and cut off all your enemies from before you. I'll make you a great name, like the name of the great ones of the earth, and I'll appoint a place for my people Israel, and I'll plant them, so that they may live in their own place, and be disturbed no more, and evildoers shall afflict them no more, as formerly, from the time that I appointed judges over my people Israel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. Your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne shall be established forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our psalm is taken from Luke chapter 1, 46b through 55 verses. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For you, Lord, have looked with favor on your lowly servant, From this day, all generations will call me blessed. You, the Almighty, have done great things for me, and holy is your name. Your mercy on those who fear you from generation to generation. You have shown strength with your arm and scattered the proud in their conceit. Casting down the mighty from their thrones and lifting up the lowly. 
You have filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. You have come to the aid of your servant Israel to remember the promise of mercy. The promise made to our forebears, to Abram and his children forever. Our second lesson is taken from Romans chapter 16, verses 25 through 27. Now to God, who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages, but is now disclosed and through the prophetic writings is made known to all the Gentiles, according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Gospel Acclamation. Hallelujah. Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Hallelujah. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the first chapter beginning at the 26th verse. Glory to you, O Lord. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor, David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her who is said to have been barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be, uh, remain seated. Old habits are hard to break, uh, especially when you haven't had enough coffee. Let us pray. Gracious and wonderful God, we love you and praise you and give you thanks. We thank you for your servant, Mary, a magnifying glass to show us to look past her, to look through her 
to see your grace, your love in action. Help us, dear Lord, and fill us with hope because nothing is impossible with you. We ask, dear Lord, to send your Holy Spirit upon me that I may preach your word truthfully and faithfully. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, please help me uh, this morning. Uh, does anyone remember the uh, running back's name for Ohio State that broke the record for a single game rushing yesterday? Uh, number eight. Uh, does anyone remember his name? Sermon. Since you asked for a sermon, I will give one to you. Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah, someone had to, you know. Uh, for nothing will be impossible for God. I love these words. These are truly words of hope as we uh, prepare our hearts for Christmas. Indeed, these words inspired our state motto. So these are words that are not only important for Buckeyes, but also Christian Buckeyes as well. These are the words that are spoken by the angel Gabriel to Mary, announcing that she will have the honor to give birth to Jesus, the Son of the Most High, the Son of God. Wow. Notice that these are the same words spoken by the angel to Abraham and Sarah when they were told that they too were going to have a son. These are words of hopeful trust based on the grace and the power of God. So here is grace, that God will do the impossible through the most unlikely prospects. God's power is revealed through an elderly, previously childless couple and an unmarried girl. Elizabeth and Mary will have sons because God is able to do such miracles. Mary's response is based on words of faith and humble obedience to God, and I think we should take note of that. Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Mary responds as a servant of the Lord. She has the willingness to do whatever God asks of her. Let it be with me according to your word. There indeed is music in Mary's words of wisdom. Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Mary's response is different from Zechariah's. Both questioned the angel, but Zechariah trusted his senses more than the angel's words. And he kind of ignored the hopeful promise that was given to him and Elizabeth. Zechariah's question was based on seeing facts. He was an old man, and his wife was getting on in years. He could not at first believe the unseen, the future promise, the hope. 
Mary, however, believed when she asked. Her response was one of servanthood. And so there is this subtle but powerful difference in their responses. This is the attitude of servanthood that we should try to follow, not only during this season of Advent, not only on Christmas, but throughout the whole year. This is the attitude that recurs time and time again in the Bible. This is the attitude reflected in Joshua. As they enter into the promised land, Joshua makes the bold statement of hope and trust. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is Paul's attitude as well. In introducing himself to the Romans at the beginning of his epistle, Paul described himself first as a servant called to be an apostle, called to be set apart for the gospel of God. So this response to serve God opens up the heart to what is possible with God and not as humans. This response to serve God opens up our hearts to trust God in any situation, even in 2020. This response to serve God helps us to understand that it is God who is the one who is acting. It is God's work that allows our hands to move in loving response to the divine will. Once our hearts are open, we then can be open to God's will. We can be open to let it be with me according to your word. Our hearts then are open to the words that we truly may pray and mean in the Lord's prayer. Thy will be done. Let it be. That is the way we end our prayers. Amen? Amen. This opens to the divine will, the divine love, the divine grace that allows us to sing along with Mary in her song that is titled The Magnificat. Mary's song of praise begins with words, servant words, as we heard in our psalm this morning. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. Like a magnifying glass that better sees an object, so it is with Mary. Look through her to see God better. Mary's song acknowledges that it is God who is the one who is acting who has done great things. And again, recall our psalm last Sunday. The Lord has done great things for us. Mary's song praises God for reversing the fortunes of those who need such a reversal. Maybe you need that in your life today. God has looked upon with favor on the lowliness of his servant. God has filled the hungry with good things. 
throughout the Gospel of Luke, God indeed has acted for the brokenhearted. Again, these are words of hope and comfort in Mary's response to what God has done for her. But this, too, will have its share of consequences. Look at the courage that Mary is going to have to have in accepting this gift. Joseph will want a divorce. The community will gossip. There will be demands for her to either be killed or to be thrown out as an outcast. The night will be cloudy and dark. We may feel the same thing when we try to follow God. There will be times of doubt and sorrow. There will be times when things will just not go our way. As one of the songs in Godspell so well puts it, we may even think that Job had better than us. But no matter how cloudy and dark our skies are, there is this growing light. Our advent wreath and candles shine brighter because four candles are now lit. Our hearts shine brighter because God is here at all times and in all places. We are comforted because the coming is near of the one true light of the world, Jesus Christ. We will be reminded once again on Christmas Eve Eve this Wednesday that there is an eternal light that never goes out. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. On this fourth Sunday of Advent, let our response to God's grace be that of Mary's. Let it be in humble obedience to the God who makes all things possible. Let it be in trusting God by praying honestly, thy will be done. Let it be a means of God's grace to others and make a difference in someone else's And today, let us live and say along with Mary, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. And the Beatles said an amen. Yea, let it be. You have just heard a very special sermon from Shepherd of the Valley Lutheran Church. We thank you for listening to the Shepherd Cast this week. If you like what you heard and you are able and you live in the northeast ohio area we would like to invite you to join us for worship on sundays our services are sunday mornings at 9:30 a.m you can learn more about the worship environment at our church by visiting sotvchurch.com worship while you are there you will also see the precautions which we are taking on account of the covid 19 pandemic in order to worship safely. As I say every week, we are a church in service. If you wish to support this podcast, we hope you will support us by supporting our church's ministry. For more information on how you can do that, 
please visit sotvchurch.com support. Of course, you can keep up with us online at our church website, sotvchurch.com, and you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at sotvsandyville. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Shepherd Cast, so please tune in then. Until then, we thank you for listening, and God bless.